Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good. Good. Talk Recorded live. Okay, welcome to the American uh, welcome to the American Liberties uh, call for Wednesday night, and uh, Freedom to Reign answered yes. The audio is good, so uh, working dog, you may have to you know get out and come back in and see if it works. Uh, oh, he can't hear me. Um, uh, try, try. Reboot. Okay. Um, all right. Tonight we have a uh, a little off off the subject of uh, taxes. Uh, pretty much a a a, uh, a thing we'll talk about, and I will put the link in as David talks where what he's talking about. But you know, recently the Supreme Court gave. Um, kind of took the legislative act of uh, making law from the bench, uh, stating that, uh, you know, our right our, our right to uh, religion and free speech are, are now under attack, so to speak. But I'm going to let Dave talk about it more because of short time. I can get long-winded, and, uh, and he can say it was better clarity. So, Dave, take it away. Hey, thanks, Chris. As usual, nothing you'll hear me say is intended as legal advice. Anything that sounds like that to you, just consider it something somebody else might do on a planet far, far away where the law matters. It doesn't matter here. I prove it on a daily basis. Believe it. Um, Chris is uh, was alluding to a report that I wrote. Uh, we're selling it as a report. Chris will give you the link. It's not linked on um, no confidence or on the uh, WeVGov yet. But it's a report we're selling for $5. You can uh, go to that link. It's a shopping cart page. Download it and read it. It's uh, And then pass that link around to everybody you have in your email circles. Everybody. Don't pass the document around. We're only asking $5 for it. Uh, that's such a small price. Everybody should be willing to pay for it. What it happens to be is a list of protocols I feel will insulate any business from a lawsuit, um, any wedding-related business from a lawsuit brought by a gay couple that they turn away. Uh, If uh, you don't say, we won't bake you a cake because you're gay, we won't uh, play at your wedding because you're gay, we won't rent this hall out because you're gay. I, as a pastor, won't do your wedding services because you're gay. That's what gets people in trouble. But if I went into McDonald's and said, yeah, I'll take the, uh, why don't I get the prime rib 
medium rare extra horseradish and uh, uh, baked potato with sour cream and chives and two Australian lobster tails and a glass of Cabernet Sauvignon. What would they say? We can't help you. We don't have anything for you. And if a bakery only had cakes for weddings, uh, cakes that had slogans, writings, figurines that depict traditional marriage, uh, there's nothing somebody else can do. Well, we want a cake like this. Oh, we don't have any cakes like that. This is what we do. This is our product line. And if that's not satisfactory, I'm afraid I can't help you. Or, you know, this uh, this gay marriage thing, it's a brand new trend and we just haven't had time to catch up to it. Why don't you come see us in a couple of years? Suddenly, you're not refusing them based on their sexual orientation. You're turning them away because of a limited product line, because of a specialty that your business has chosen. We only make Sundex out of Rainply products manufactured in Michigan. We're a distributor. And so if you don't if you want a different type of uh construction material on your Sundex, you gotta go to somebody else. Or we do Sundex. Uh, sun you need somebody that can remodel your kitchen. We don't have the expertise necessary to do that. What are you going to do? Force a Sundex construction company to remodel a kitchen? You're going to force McDonald's to feed you prime rib? Anyway, by the report, it's a wonderful look at your right to contract brought to bear against the right, fundamental right to marry somebody of the same gender, which is a disgusting prospect to me. Um, no respect whatsoever for uh, religious freedom. So I schemed on it for more than a week and uh, wrote up this report. And I got a bunch of suggestions. Email that link to everybody. It's only $5. Don't email the document around. It's copyrighted. I don't want to see you get in any trouble. So anyway, um, it's it's not as simple as I would like it to be. The process that you might undergo to uh, to perfectly insulate yourself. Uh, I feel somebody with a business like, you know, I don't rent out this hall to people that need a wedding reception anymore. I rent out the presentation. We'll throw a reception for you based on this presentation. All all of the decor, all of the wall hangings, everything associated with it is in celebration of traditional marriage. We sell the presentation. We don't rent the hall out. So anyway, there's a whole bunch of ideas in there, and any business related to weddings uh, really has to have, and anybody else really, uh, because it gives everybody that reads it an idea of how powerful their rights really are. So earlier today, Chris and I spoke with somebody that 
know somebody that's going to prison. And uh, she's a very nice lady, and somebody uh, I think somebody else is being investigated. And so the IRS Criminal Investigation Division came to her house, and uh, she didn't have time for them. They were going to a to somebody else's funeral, so they had to get going. They didn't have time to entertain the agents who asked if they could come in to the home. But uh, she said somebody had filed a uh, a some sort of discharge with the bank, and the bank had said okay, and the IRS said okay, and they filed this discharge in relation to. Uh, debt that the IRS said existed two and a half years ago. This is what the IRS does. Uh, this is what the U.S. government does. Dave, can so I interrupt a, a second? Yeah. Fred and Nina are they 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 learned this e, EFT electronic transfer funds uh, ATF or whatever it is electronic transfer funds from this Fred and Nina couple was going around the country a couple years ago and everybody was following them. Guess what? As far as I know, nobody knows where they're at. And so this is why, you know, this is again, you know, they could be right as rain or whatever. I mean, I understand the electronic transfer funds. I know some people that did benefit, but I know some people that are they're on their way to jail. So you never know if it if it isn't solid, you know, you're taking a risk. And I just wanted to interrupt at that point because I found out information after we talked, Dave. So I thought that would be important to throw it out there because I know a lot of people on the call know who Fred and Nina, uh, who, who, who they are or were or whatever. So go ahead. Thanks, Chris. So, um, Electronic transfer of funds. Well, who has rights to the funds? Where do the funds exist? That has to come first before you use a transfer system. Duh. And some patriot movement morons put together a scheme. Let's get everybody to do this. And the IRS sees something like this come down the pike, and they'll grant a few refunds. They'll send out a few letters saying that the debt was discharged knowing that in two or three years, they got a bunch of people lined up to go to prison. And anybody they bring charges against, all they have to do, if if those people subscribe to my approach and they join the 2006 complaint in Congress, uh, all the government has to do is move out of the tax code into Title 18, Section 287, I think it is, False Claims Against the Government, fraudulent claims bring the indictment and the grand jury is going to say, geez, are these people from outer space? Sure. Here's the indictment. And then they go to trial and the trial jury is going to go, what are you from outer space? What did you try? What did you file? You got to be kidding. Here's the guilty verdict. And those people go to prison. And I, I, it was all I could do to keep from flying off the handle on the phone today when I heard this garbage and it wasn't because she was bringing the garbage to me as her own garbage. She was talking about somebody else. And so I wasn't really talking to the person that fell for this. And she happened to share with us that 
Uh, she's actually in the good graces of the IRS with returns and tribute. Uh, they're not taxes, it's extortion, but uh, that she has no controversy to point at, which is a big relief. I like her a lot. She's nice. But a relative of hers or a friend of hers filed this two and a half years ago and got a discharge, according to the government, and now CID, Criminal Investigations Division, is probing their affairs and showed up at the door of this woman today. And so another victim of the Patriot Movement. This is a song I've been singing since 1992. Count with me. How many years is that? That's 23 years. And the Patriot Movement, the pack of morons and shysters and gurus are still busy doing this to people. And the people that they do it to are still busy ignoring me. And and so I don't have a moment for somebody that says, oh, well, we've got to all work together, Dave. You ought to lighten up on the Patriot Movement. They're just good-hearted people. And, uh, well, i got statutory arguments. That's the single best argument to have, period. It's the one with the most Supreme Court cases behind it saying you got to follow statutes. The IRS doesn't have a choice. We don't have a choice. We're just judges. You don't have a choice. Everybody has to comply with the law. Great. Now that somebody understands the law, I understand they're stealing, and I base it on statute. There. It's the easiest, most uh, formidable argument you can make, and nobody's interested. So, uh, really, it was all I could do to keep from flying off the handle on the phone today over another person that's going to go to prison. And they did something that's way outside the tax code. And so, I don't have anything for them. So, uh, it's terrible, but uh, I don't hear from these people until they're in trouble. Uh, very, very few people care to learn what I do before they're in trouble. And to tell you the truth, I'm leaving the business. And all of my hard work is just going to sit in a box somewhere and no one's going to benefit from it because they're sui juris to the third power. Just ask them. They're the, they're the wrappers of civic duty. They don't know a thing. Got the biggest mouths and the least to say. When the people that learn just two of my arguments and subscribe to my my filings with the federal government in January, one such individual saw the DOJ abandon a grand jury proceeding. How do you do that? Knowledge. Knowledge. It's the key. It's the answer. That's how you do it. So, so there. <laughs> it's why I won't associate with the movement. I can't really afford it. Uh, the government loves things to throw at your reputation. Your reputation is the government's toilet paper, right or wrong, and nobody can change their mind. They'll slander and libel you uh, for the fun of it. 
and tell jokes about your children at office parties. And you think I'm going to turn the direction of the Patriot Movement for one second? No chance. Howard Griswold, income taxes collected through voluntary compliance. Well, how did Section 83 operate in your conclusion what they're collecting is an income tax? Done. Checkmate. And he's out there with a web page and a curriculum and the will and willingness to experiment with your future. That's the patriot movement. Isn't that neat? Roll the dice. Put your marriage, your your liberty, your assets, your estate, your mortgage, your relationship with your friends and your children at stake. Go ahead. Put it all at risk. Roll the dice because the patriot movement won't do the work. It's tragic. But you can lead a horse to water. Hey, everybody, they're depriving you of Section 83 to tax the value of your labor. Oh, I don't care because uh, I filed an OID, non-resident alien admiralty maritime adhesion contract. Wow. So someone else is going to prison. Amazing. And uh, I'm leaving the business. Uh, Hopefully I'll be totally done with everything to do with law in about six months. So we got this lawsuit in U.S. District Court in South Dakota for the people on the call that have seen the uh, suit and the evidence attached to it. Uh, They'll They'll pay it accolades to you right here in the chat. I'm outside. I'm not at the computer, but any regular on the call that's already looked at that uh, that filing, feel free to edify the the people that are new to the call, those who have not seen it, uh, as to uh, your take on the quality of the pleading. It was written too quickly. Uh, I'm a terrible proofreader of my own work, so... There's a few things I would change about it, but uh, overall, uh, it climbs right into the IRS's wheelhouse and uh, and nukes them with the truth. Citizens of the United States are only referenced in regulation. The tax code statutorily does not impose an income tax on any citizen of the United States. And even if it did, it doesn't tax the value of labor. And uh, the, the biggest argument, the first one of those two, I've asked the court to declare that Regulation 26 CFR 1.1-1 deviates from Section 1 of the tax code. Uh, the, the statute, Section 1, does not mention anyone's citizenship. And the regulation does. The regulation says citizens of the United States owe this tax. Well, nowhere is that found in the statute. The statute references an individual or a married individual and doesn't even mention anybody's citizenship. So it would be very interesting to see what the court does with that. Uh, the, the lawsuit seeks a review of agency action that the plaintiffs claim has wronged them. 
the plaintiffs are claiming this agency action has wronged me. They mentioned me in a regulation or they wouldn't be able to talk to me. This is a regulatory deviation from statute. We want the court to declare that. Until they wrote that regulation, they didn't have anything in the tax code that applied to a citizen of the United States, which they say we all are. And uh, in the slaughterhouse cases, uh, 1870s, 1890s, uh, it says basically through the 14th Amendment, everybody became a citizen of the United States. And I'm sure that's what the government relies upon when it says everybody's a citizen of the United States. Well, if you take that as truth and you look at the tax code and take away 26 CFR 1.1-1, you don't have any reference to citizens of the United States in the whole code. That regulation is the keyhole through which they pulled the tax code into the 50 states from Washington, D.C. And that regulation has been challenged. Now, in January of 1995, a new regulation under Section 83 was written and put in the Federal Register, 26 CFR 1.83-6, because I challenged it in 1994 in tax court. In 2007, a new regulation, 26 CFR 31.3402 F2-1G5, subclauses 2 and 3, were stricken, and I don't know where they put them. So that, um, that regulation was amended because... I challenged that regulation. I listed it as an overt act and element of racketeering in the 2006 complaint to 80 members of Congress. In January of 07, they changed it. They took that out and put it somewhere else. It's the one that says if an employer gets a W-4 exempt from an employee, the employer should notify us right away. And if we determine it's inaccurate, will instruct the employer to withhold at the maximum amount. That regulation is what destroyed 3402N, as in nobody, 3402N, that said not with, says, notwithstanding any other provision of this uh, chapter, an employer shall not be required to deduct and withhold upon a payment of wages if there is, in effect, a W-4 exempt. And let's see. So I'm challenging this regulation, 26 CFR 1.1-1, as a regulatory deviation from statute. In a lawsuit, I'm dragging the judge right into the middle of it. Publication 17 was amended in 1995 because of me. The U.S. passport application was amended, I think, in 1995, 1996 because of me. So this is nothing new. I found a bunch of regulations that twist the tax code into another shape. And 26 CFR 1.1-1 is the biggest. And now it's on record in U.S. District Court as a deviation from statute. Under direct challenge, under the Administrative Procedures Act, read 5 U.S.C. 701 through 706, which is a pretty quick read compared to tax statutes. 5 U.S.C. 701 through 706. 706 does the heavy lifting. It describes what the court has to do when they receive a lawsuit under the declaratory or under the uh, Administrative Procedures Act. 
and uh, some nasty knuckle-dragging winch named Aaron at the Department of Justice Civil Tax Division has been charged with the uh, handling of this lawsuit for the government. It's fun to talk like that because on the call right now, we have U.S. Marshals that are so stupid they can't enforce the law against what a judge does because they don't know anything about the law. And so the judges get away with everything they want to get away with. And I would venture to say that even if the marshals knew that the judge operated a child pornography ring, that they wouldn't do anything because they stand for lawlessness. And they're on the call right now. Because I reported crimes to the U.S. Marshals. And they'll look right at me and go, so what? They're a judge. So what? I'll tell you, so what? I want them arrested. Well, they're a judge. Oh, I'm sorry to bother you, servant breath. So anyway, uh, talking about them is about your only remedy. Uh, you You can change their minds about bringing an indictment. Chris and I have done that a bunch of times. But uh, in all other matters, they'll get what they want. They'll take your money. And the people that do work on liens and levies responsibly, the people who are responsible when doing that work, my hat's off to them. It's a battle every time. It shouldn't be that hard. And people that are frequently successful, I heard good things about Paul J. Hansen. Uh, his website, Paul J. J. Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, pauljjhanson.com, I think it was, says that uh, he went to trial in May for mail fraud. So the government finds a way. They'll get you. But he was doing good work on liens and levies, from what I hear. Uh, For years, he kept them from taking a house that they wanted, and he was living right in it for years. So... So there are people out there doing good work on liens and levies, but it's work I simply don't care to do. I like focusing on the criminal side of things, and uh, uh, Chris and I have been able to do really good work regarding uh, the the advent of an indictment, a possible indictment, uh, when the grand jury is convened or when the government's thinking about a grand jury. We've been able to change their minds by giving somebody enough information to make them not willful in relation to a failure to file or a failure to pay what the government says are taxes. So we can only do what we can do and nothing more. And you you work with the tools you're given. And our government is as corrupt as the day is long. Even Congress knows that they're stealing every penny they get. And the federal budget, the federal annual budget, Google it, federal annual budget, something like $3.4 trillion, $3.9 trillion in a year. And every penny they steal, or every penny they make off of us for the Federal Unemployment Tax Act, the... Federal Insurance Contributions Act, FICA, Social Security Self-Employed, and Self-Employed Social Security, Chapter 2 of the tax code, and Motor Vehicle Fuel Excise Tax, 
motor vehicle tire excise tax is all theft. None of us have ever never owed it. We've never owed a penny of it. And the federal budget is almost $4 trillion with no end in sight. Oh, we're going to rein in spending. That's their idea of a balanced budget. We're going to spend, we're going to increase spending less than what we were going to do. And they call that a budget cut. We plan to increase spending 20%, and everybody bitches. Okay, we'll only increase spending 15%. Now raise the debt ceiling. That's a spectacle. It's an atrocity that our government does to the world what it does, and it does all of it with stolen money. Now, do you think you're going to get a dollar back from those people by filing an electronic funds transfer or a 1099 OID or anything else? Of course not. So uh, don't forget that. And uh, again, I have a tale to share with you. We spoke today with somebody that knows somebody that's going to go to prison. They'll be charged under Title 18, and there's nothing I can do for them because of the Patriot Movement. And uh, and that's a tragedy. Hey, let's open it up for question and answer, Chris, and then uh, let you go to your uh, your festivities. Okay, I want to say that in this particular instance, the one that uh, talk that Dave is talking about, uh, there are some facts that Dave does not know about. In case you're on the call listening, uh, you have a good chance not to go to jail. And Dave doesn't even know why I'm saying that, but I'll explain that another day. But in, typically, though, typically, people well, have gone on. to jail. What? The the, wom- the woman on the call probably won't go to jail. No, no. But it's, but, the, per- it, it's the person that filed that transfer right. and discharge. No, I know that. And that's why I'm saying there's, there, there's some facts you don't know that about that that we talked after the call. And she told oh, okay. me some things, and I said, "Well, that's that's where I would do a uh, um, uh, uh, oh, wait, wait a minute, a uh, uh, affirmative defense because he has some facts that uh, they can't deny." And uh, but anyhow, that's that's their case, and we can talk about about that another day. Okay, uh, I got to ask Oklahoma, and if. Uh, if you're the one that just purchased the uh, uh, the, the the religious freedom book, uh, raise your hand by hitting star eight, and tell me if you were able to download that. Um, okay, hold on, I'm going to get you on the phone. And it's not a book; it's a report. It's a report. Excuse me. Okay. Um, were you able to download it? Okay. No, Chappie had asked for my my shipping address and everything, and it didn't show me anywhere to download it. Okay, it's downloadable, um, and I can't go there and buy it myself, uh, but I will email it to you, and then uh, I'll work with somebody, because I, I can't pay myself through PayPal, that's why. So I will work with somebody who wants to purchase it, and I'll do a on-screen thing with him and find Chris? out why it didn't happen. Chris, did I she say she that. was? 
No, she was she not should. able to download it. It asked her for her address, but it was not. My shipping address, yeah. Yeah. Chappie? Yeah. When you go into PayPal, though, you don't have to use PayPal. You can use a credit card or another means to uh, pay for it. And I didn't use PayPal. <laughs> I used a credit card. Yeah, hang on, hang on. I thought it was a document that you could download. You shouldn't need a shipping address. What about that, right. Chris? Well, that's what I'm saying. i got to go look because I got it where I'm not asking for the address or anything. It's downloadable. It should be a downloadable product. And I, I do, got do, it. Do the, hang on. Does, uh, does the shopping cart people send an email to somebody that says they can download it now, or uh, do they direct you directly to a link where you can download it? Yeah, why don't what you do check me? your email? Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I don't know for certain. I don't know for certain. I just presumed that it would be by email. You'd receive a link where you could download it once. No, it just says, thank you for your purchase. Um, This email contains important information regarding your recent purchase. Please save it. Uh, Your purchase is completed. And it gives me the invoice link to show that I paid for it, but it does not give me a link to download it. Huh. Okay. I'll I'll research that in the morning and um but I will email you the um uh the report. Thank you, Kathy. Okay, and anybody else that tries it, uh if you would give me a call tomorrow and let me walk you through it to see if I can see why it's not working. Okay? All right. Or or, e- or email Chris today at AmericanLiberties.LLC at gmail.com. Type, your, type in your email address, Chris, yeah. and that way you won't be bothered with phone calls at inopportune moments tomorrow. Which is always the case. But, uh, okay, .LLC at gmail.com. Okay. Um, all right. Does anybody have any questions, comments, or statements? Um, for those who are on the telephone only and uh, and and can't see where to download the link, just email me for the report, and uh, and I will um, send it back to you. Okay. Put in the subject line. Um, religious freedom. Yeah. Okay. And Any, that's that's, that's Amer- AmericanLiberties.LLC at Gmail. AmericanLiberties.LLC at Gmail.com. Thanks, everybody. I'll talk at you later. Thanks, Chris. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. And um, let's see. Uh, there isn't any questions. All right. Um there's something I wanted to say, and I forgot what it was. Can you imagine that? All right, I will check. And uh, anyhow, God bless America. This call is officially over, and we'll be on the show Saturday. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 